the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4. And you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL.com and on the WFIL app. You can download the app free from WFIL.com. Forecast some sun the rest of the afternoon. 42 are high, clear night, low 27. Tomorrow kind of cloudy with some sun at times, a lot like today. Tomorrow's high 43. A couple of football games going on tonight. Washington to Pittsburgh at 5. And Buffalo at San Francisco at 8.15. Cowboys and Baltimore play tomorrow night at 8.05. The whole COVID thing is kind of wreaking havoc on the schedule. Games getting rescheduled and shuffled around. Yesterday, Eagles with a tough loss, 30-16 to Green Bay. And part of that uh, game involved their starting quarterback, Carson Wentz, being removed from the game. And Jalen Hurts, backup quarterback who they drafted Earlier this year, a second-round pick out of Oklahoma and played for Alabama before that. Got in the game, threw a touchdown pass, also an interception. Didn't do a ton better than Carson Wentz, but a little bit of a spark. Uh, after the game, last night in the Zoom call with uh, the uh, Eagles, I had a chance to hear and listen in on Coach Peterson and uh, on uh, Carson Wentz and on Jalen Hurts. want to play a clip or two of that for you in a second. But before we do any of that, I want to welcome aboard Victoria. Hi, Victoria. How are you doing today? Up, hey. oh, your microphone's not on again. Is that good? Try it. Put it up. It's on. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's up. Oh, well. We'll come back to it. Try the other. It's, it's all good. It's a technical issue. That's fine. We had that last week. Give that other one a, a try. You see the other microphone? Hello. There you are. Well, it was mic number two. Oh, well, see then? <laughs> okay. That's fine. So, for, for folks just tuning in, Victoria's joined our team here at the radio station. Glad to have her on board. You actually have... Hello, everyone. Yes. You have an Eagles connection, too, as part of your background. I do. I was a seasonal front office employee, uh, Carson Wentz's rookie season from 2016 to 2017. So, the Carson Wentz you saw that year, a little different than the Carson right now. Did you yeah, want... it was a stud. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, I think Carson may still have it in him, but uh, unfortunately, he's just having some struggles lately. Yeah. Yeah. After the game last night, I wasn't sure who I, I was figuring he'd show up on the Zoom call, but because he and Jalen Hurts split the game, yes. kind of, it's like, well, usually, you know, we don't have both quarterbacks at a, at a post game. And so after the game, uh, he was asked about that, just, just about his struggles this season so far. Listen, I mean, we've had a lot of things um, this year. And, you know, I know first and foremost, I got to be better. Um, I know, I've, you know, I've watched the tape every single week, and, and there's plays out there every week that I know I can, I can do better. I can get us in, into better situations, you know, be more accurate, all those things. So I, I'm not the guy that's going to point fingers or anything. You know, I, I know I can, I can play better, I can do better, I can help lead this team uh, better, and I think we all can, uh, all can do the same. 
Yeah. And then he went on to talk about, is he concerned about losing a starting job to Jalen Hurts, who came in in relief yesterday? No. I mean, I'm not the type to, to worry about and look over my shoulder or any of those things. You know, I, I think um, at the end of the day, I can play better. We can, as a team and as an offense especially, play better. And, you know, there's always going to be different things going on in the building or different, you know, chatter and all of that stuff. That's part of part of this business. And, you know, that's what, you know, I think I've said it a couple times. It's what I signed up for. Um, the scrutiny, you know, the challenges, the adversity, all of it. Um, i got to handle it all, um, the good, bad, and the ugly. Victoria, I've been on a number of Zoom calls with him so far this year, and he's been very mature about the whole thing, you know. It'd be, it'd be easy to be touchy. Yeah, I think he's handling it as best as a you know quarterback can. I mean, and plus they you know they have to say the right things. That or their PR people yeah. will definitely be upset. But uh, I think he's handling it as well as he can. But you can sense a lot of frustration, and that he still wants to be the guy uh, for them. He said it himself. But uh, yeah. you know, if he can't unfortunately get it together, I guess in the middle of the season, then you know Doug's or someone's gonna have to step in and see if see what Jalen can do. And and to be fair, that's what you'd want. Out of, I don't care if it's your starting quarterback or a starting pitcher who wants to be on the mound with the ball, whatever it is. You want them to be like, yeah, I want to be out there. You want them to be team first, but you also want them to be, you know, I want to step up and be part of the solution. You got to earn your spot. Yeah. Yeah. And they know that, too. So, uh, anyhow, we will see how things pan out. The division is still very much up in the air. The Giants are 5-7. and seven. Washington, who plays again 5 o'clock today, is 4-7. and seven. Eagles are 3-8-1. and one. And Dallas is three and eight. So it's not a pretty sight, but hey, you'll take it if they can slip into the playoffs, perhaps. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to take a quick break and welcome aboard uh, in just a, in fact, I think we have available, uh, no, yeah, uh, Jordan Feliz is going to be joining us. He's got a, a singer, just shifting gears for a second. Uh, Jordan Feliz is a singer songwriter who's been around f- for five, six years now, and he has a brand new album coming out. Was it next week's the 18th? I guess it's the end of next week. And it's called Say It. And uh, Jordan's actually going to be part of our program here in a second. We'll take a quick break and then we'll come back, bring Jordan into the mix. And um, thank you for listening in today. Looking forward to incorporating uh, in the days to come as well uh, some more on the Christian music world. Every now and again, we'll have an artist on the program. And uh, glad to bring on Jordan here with his brand new album in just a second here. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560, WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It is 4.09 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL, and we are glad to bring on board... Jordan Felice, brand new album coming out uh, soon called Say It. Thanks for taking time to spend uh, with us today, Jordan. Oh, man. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. I'm so excited. And yeah, I got a new record coming out and I'm I'm so fired up about it. We poured so much into this thing. Um, we spent the last two years working on it. So it's, it's definitely um, wow. one of those projects, man, that we're just like, I'm really excited. I, I don't think I've actually ever been as excited as I am for a release ever in my life. And so I'm just, uh, I'm fired up, man. That's great. That's great. Well, one of the songs folks may know you from, I think the first single you had that folks may know you from is uh, The River. Would that be right? Yes, that's right. Okay. And that's a cool, that's a great song. I like to throw it on um, and, and just again to, to jog people's memories. I never like to assume people know, you know, who you're talking to. Some people are very well aware of who you are and others may first time they're hearing. So um, talk, totally get that. talk about that song, The River, and even just kind of the lead up to 
doing the you know your music background as far as uh, you know I know sometimes there are bands you're in for a while and then eventually the things settle in for for you. Yeah, so the river the river was actually the first song I ever put out, and it was kind of one of those things, man. It was it was just an anomaly. <laughs> um, it's like we put the song out, and it's the first thing I ever released to radio ever. It went for like 15 weeks at number one. Wow. So uh, <laughs> it was just one of those moments where I think everybody was just like, whoa, like what is going on? Um, it's, it's one of those songs that uh, we pulled. And being a believer, I actually have like the Bible app on my phone. Okay. And it, it sends me verses of the day. I had been kind of like in this season where I had been writing for this record um, I had also been working as a valet, you know? Yeah. Uh, I was parked in cars. <laughs> yeah, that's valet with a V, not valet with a B. Just to, just yes, to... <laughs> yes, not, not B. <laughs> um, basically, really just kind of been working all the time. And so I woke up one day, and, dude, you know how you can kind of just kind of read over stuff sometimes, and you, you end up kind of just like, it doesn't affect you really. It's like you read it and then all of a sudden you kind of move on with your day. You kind of forget about it like yeah. an hour later. You sure, know? sure. Um, well, dude, I read this. And so I got the verse of the day and it was John seven thirty eight, um, And it says, he who believes in me will have rivers of living water that flow from within them. And for me, that just kind of hit me because it was just an interesting thing. Um, and it's Jesus speaking. And so I was like, man, like this is crazy. And so, um, I kind of brought it to two of my producers, and they both thought it was really cool. And I think a lot of people think that the song is about baptism, but it's actually about the Holy Spirit that resides within us um, and how it can make us new every single day. And so, man, the song just connected, and it's been a it's been it's been one of those songs that's uh, really driven my career, you know, for the last like four and a half years so um, I'm super grateful for it Jordan Feliz is our guest the new album's called Say It we'll get to that in a little bit let's get that first single on for you that he's become known for this is The River Jordan Feliz on AM560 WFIL I know a place where we can go to lay the troubles down WFIL.com and on the app that's Jordan Feliz. The song is called The River. Take a quick break, come back, continue our conversation with Jordan, including about the brand new album that's coming out December 18th. That's I guess the end of next week. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com on the WFIL app. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560, WFIL, and WFIL.com. It's 418 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in today. Our guest is Jordan Felice. Played a song called The River before the break. That's kind of the first big song folks know him for. And there's a brand new album out, which is why we are about to come out, which is why we wanted to have you uh, on the show, among other things. Make your acquaintance too, Jordan. Uh, the album is called Say It, right? Yeah, it's called Say It, yep. Well, And you were talking as we were starting about how excited you are about the album uh, maybe we can zero in on the song "Glorify" for a second because it has choir, like a gospel choir in it, does it not? Yeah, dude. It's it's actually what's crazy is is everybody says it's a gospel choir, and it's so funny because it's actually not a like traditional gospel choir. It's just a choir that we found 
I really the the thing for me was with this song is I told I told my producer I was like man I want a choir that makes it feel like the entire earth is singing <laughs> you know like, that's great I want it to sound like everybody in the world is singing this and so literally we found this choir he found this choir and man they just crushed it and it sounds so good and so this song though man is really special to me. You know, I I'm originally I'm from California, um, and I moved to Nashville after uh, about a year of feeling like I was being really called out here. And all of a sudden, you know, a couple years into living here, I get a record deal. The first song that I put out, which we just listened to, was was called "The River Explodes," and I kind of burst out onto this like artist scene and. I'm literally just like this, again, I'm like this kid from California that grew up doing extreme sports, you know, wanting to be like a professional snow skier for a long time. Really? (laughs) Just, yeah, just like super chill, you know, and all of a sudden, man, it was like there was this huge weight on my shoulders, you know. Um, Off or on? (laughs) On. On, yes, okay. (laughs) Yes, just, you know, this huge weight that fell on my shoulders with, kind of my career exploding you know there's this huge expectation of me there was this you know and so dude i I kind of spiraled down this like really bad headspace honestly Mm. um i started like really getting depressed um i started having like really really severe panic attacks and just all this stuff because i think i just started realizing man there's so much demand on me you know there's a demand on me being a husband there's a demand on me being a father there's a demand on me being an artist and i'm like man there's no way i can do all of this (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah how how am i an artist how am i a songwriter how do i do all this and um and so man i just kind of uh i know this is one of those things you know being a Christian, um, I've, I've literally, you know, only had this happen two times in my entire life. Um, but I had a buddy who had offered to come over and pray, pray for me. Um, cause I was just in a really dark spot and, um, man, I'm not kidding you, dude. He got here and I'm getting goosebumps even talking about it. Cause it literally was just one of those moments. Um, mm. but I was telling him about all these things. And so he just started praying over me, dude. Um, and he put his hands on my shoulders and on my, on the back of my head and just started praying and he started just like praying against all the stuff that I was telling him. And dude, I'm not even kidding you. It sounds so crazy, but dude, it felt like somebody was taking like 10 or 15 pound weights and just pulling them off of my back. Like as, as he's praying for me, I just feel this stuff just being released. Um, and dude, I just started weeping, you know, like I felt like I was like nine years old, you know, and I like scraped my knee and I was like, just talking to my dad or something about it. You know, I was just like, was, and dude, I'm not, this sounds, I trust me. I've been, you know, in the space, even as a Christian where, you know, you're like, really did that happen? You know what I mean? Like, um, just because there's that human nature that we have of just like, just where that's the struggle of faith. You know what I mean? Yes, um, yes. But, dude, I'm not kidding you, man. Like, I've not had one ounce of any of that junk since he prayed for me. Like, literally. Wow. <laughs> like, I've just been great, man. I mean, it was like I was immediately healed of this thing. And so that's how Glorify actually came to be. Um, a week later, I was on a tour bus with my producers and a couple writers, and we just kind of started chatting about this whole thing that had just happened. 
And I told him, I was like, man, I literally am so moved and emotional about this whole thing, man. Like, all I want to do is I just want to literally elevate the name of Jesus, like, every single day of my life because of just this miraculous healing that I've just experienced. I mean, I'm just, like, at a loss for words, and all I want to do is praise and worship. And my friend, who one of my best friends, was in the room, and he literally looked at me. He's like, man, you just want to glorify the name of Jesus, bro. And we literally just were like, that's it. That's the song we need to write right now. Um, mm. And so that's what we did, man. We wrote this pump-up jam that's just literally talking about praise and worshiping the creator of the universe, you know? And it's kind of all around this really, like, heavy subject, you know, of me getting healed of this, like, really dark thing, you know? Yeah. But at the same time that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have this giant choir. It was like, dude, I just want the whole earth to sing about this, you know, I love um, it. I and love about it. what he can do. So, yeah, I love it. That's great. And, and just to clarify, this came after the success of the, the song, the river and, and I guess yes. other life events, cause you're moving, married, a, a child. So things start yeah. to mount, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's funny cause on the, on, cause other uh, uh, folks didn't know any differently. They might think, Oh, what well, things are really rolling for Jordan these days. Everything's going in his direction. He's got a set, uh, big, big song. He's got married, he's got a kid, you know, and yeah. you, and yet there's, there is that, that feeling of things starting to go beyond you. I, I feel that too. Yeah. Married with, married with children and one of them's disabled. Yeah. We have all these different things. And sometimes I'm like, God, I'm so, uh, that's great. Well, let's put that on. This is glorify Jordan Feliz, our guest on the Tim DeMoss show on WFIL. And now it's air in our chest That's why we're singing it back to you on the app, a new one from Jordan Feliz from his album called Say It, which comes out next week. Back with more in just a moment, the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. It's 4.30 on the Tim DeMoss Show, down to uh, 27 with clear skies tonight after the afternoon sun fades. Tomorrow, kind of cloudy, a little sun at times, 43 the high. Eagles lost 30-16 to Green Bay yesterday. A couple of games tonight, Washington at Pittsburgh at 5. And Buffalo at San Fran at 8.15. If you're just tuning in, we're chatting with Jordan Felice, who's uh, done a lot of albums in his lifetime, uh, several at least, and has a brand another, a new one coming out next week. It's called Say It. And we just played a song before the break called Glorify, which I really like. If you get the album, uh, Jordan, it's actually more than one version of the song, right? You had collaborations on there with Toby Mac from DC Talk and Lecrae, uh, among others, right? My, uh, my, my, my facts straight? Yeah, man. <laughs> The, the Toby Matt collab and the Lecrae collab were kind of like my dream collaborations, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And whenever we kind of, when I started talking to everybody about this record and, you know, explaining to them like all, all the nuances behind it and how much we just put into this thing, everybody was like, man, this is the record to go all out on. And so um, I just started reaching out to Lecrae. I started reaching out to Toby, and everybody was super into the song. They all loved it, and we're like, dude, this thing is just unreal. We love this song. <laughs> um, and so they were like, dude, let's do it. 
And, man, I can't even begin to tell you how amazing it's been just watching people's reactions to it, you know, because it's, it's so fun. Collabs are so amazing, dude, because you've got people like Toby who have this legacy. They're like a legacy artist in the CCM industry. Sure. I mean, he's just he's huge, and he's just one of the best dudes, and he's been kind of like a mentor to me, honestly. And so just having him on there and hearing his take on things and, you know, also having Tarion on it, which she's like literally one of the best singers I've ever heard in my life. That was just insane. And then having Lecrae on there with their new artist, Holby, who is literally about to explode, dude. The kid is so talented. But dude, just, you know, having these other, you know, people who are super creative, like kind of bring their own flair into a song that you created. And it's so powerful, dude. It's really incredible to hear their take on stuff. And it's just awesome, bro. And it's been such an honor for me. Um, and I'm so stoked with the way that they turned out. You mentioned uh, being a believer, Jordan. I guess, uh, did you grow up in a Christian home? I, I was going to ask you just in, in, the, in the early days or, you know, if you, you got to know the Lord as, as a young child or did that take root more as a teenager? Or what's, your, what's your testimony along those lines? So I grew up in the church. I dedicated my life to Christ whenever I was eight years old. But, you know, like, as I got into high school, um, I actually really excelled in science. And then, like, I just, I remember coming home one day, and I, I kind of, like, started kind of, like, not believing anymore, I guess you could say. Hmm. Um, just because, like, I was, you know, the sophomore taking a physics class. You know, you know what I'm saying? And yes. so, like, I had taken, like, advanced biology, and I'd taken all these classes, and it's like everything that biology teaches us is does not line up with the Bible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's there's no Big Bang Theory in the Bible. You know what I mean? And so I really just started kind of like talking to my parents about it, honestly. I was just like, hey, this is kind of what I'm dealing with, you know, and I'm kind of like in this space. And my mom and dad just sat me down. They were like, listen, we love you no matter what. But my mom said something that really kind of hit me. She said, I'm proud of you for, for being so studious about science and about, you know, how you're excelling in these, these classes. But I think that if you put literally just half the time that you put into your textbook, into your Bible, you might see a different opinion. And so I kind of took that as a challenge because um, yeah. it was like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, let me go put some theory into this, <laughs> you know. Um, and so, <laughs> right. man, I just, I just dug into it, man. I dug into the Bible like real heavy I dug really heavy into theology because it was like kind of the backstory of like what what the Bible was and where it came from and who was writing certain books. And I just really dove into it. And what I started realizing was, as odd as it sounded, I started like talking to a lot of people about this whole thing. And, and man, I, I think it just kind of hit me that it actually does coincide in a lot of ways. Um, it's just that I was missing a lot of it. Um, and I mm. think that there's a lot of context in the Bible that gets kind of misconstrued just through, like, people. You know, they're like, oh, well, this happened in this time. And it's like, well, it, yeah, but it's also written by a human who can't actually discern things in, like, heaven. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. So, like, they're just discerning what they feel like God is speaking to them. And so for me, when I start, that started hitting me, um, man, I just rededicated my life when I was like 17. Um, mm. and so that, that was when I really felt like, you know, I really started a relationship with 
God, my relationship with him started really growing. Because, yeah. you know, I, I've told my wife this, I've told a lot of friends this, man, like, I don't really know if an eight-year-old even understands what a relationship with God looks like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I'm all about my kids knowing and being knowledgeable and, and knowing understand, and understanding the Bible and understanding the history of it and understanding the science of it as well. But I can't expect like my five-year-old to understand what a relationship with Jesus is like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not on the um, same level, and, at least. I mean, that, that's, this, it's kind of the back and forth, right? Cause there's a come like yeah. a little child that Jesus says, but that, but you, but it also says you don't want to remain in that space only where, I mean, in a way, yes, in a way, having a simple childlike faith your whole life is a beautiful thing because we tend to complicate things. It's a beautiful things, thing, right? A hundred percent. But what you're saying, all the other layers that go to it and the maturity, because the, the scripture talks about in, in, exhorting us to, to mature in our faith and to leave milk and go it, to meat and all that. So, 100%. Bro. Yeah. And see, and that, that's really what I'm getting at is like, I want my five year old to have childlike faith for the rest of her life. But I also want to know that she's going to grow up in a world that isn't going to exist just about childlike faith for the rest of her life. So she's going to have to grow in it. And I just never want her to feel like it's like, I think for me, I think a lot of my friends who've grown up in the church and kind of just been, they, they grow up and then at some point their faith stops growing. They've kind of like just grown up at it for so long that they kind of just excuse it for some reason. And I just never want my kids to feel like that, you know? And so for me, I'm like, man, I want them to grow up learning and and being taught this stuff. And, you know, I want to be the one to lead them in that. And so uh, that's kind of been a a part of my story and my testimony. And I'm excited to watch my kids grow and, and watch them grow in their face and it's amazing to watch. It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. You, you have, know, watching my kids pray, my do my two year old prays. You know what I mean? Like wow. it's just incredible, dude. <laughs> it's incredible. Bro. How how many children do you have? So I have two. I have a five year old little girl. Her okay. name is Jolie, and I have a two year old little boy, and his name is Judah. Wow, I love it. Now wait a second. The first yeah. girl's Jul. What was her name? Ju Julie. Jolie. Jolie. Like, uh, like pretty in French, like Jolie. Yes. We just say Jolie instead yes. of Julie. <laughs> now, does your, is your wife's name begin with a J also? Yes. Yeah. Her name is Jamie. We're all J's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My wife is a Tina. I'm Tim. And we have five kids and they're all T's, including a Toby, by the way. Uh, partly really? named after Toby Mac. That's awesome. Yeah. Once we got in the role, we that's couldn't amazing. stop. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's right. I know, man. You just get like that. You just get get to put teas all around your house. Yeah, you know? it's like we're the tea family. Well, you don't want the one kid to be, you know, Tim, to- Tina, Tim, Toby, Tessa, Marge. <laughs> you know, <so laughs> you kind of want to. So true. Help that one stay then, alive. He, then for the rest of his life, he's grown up with like some kind of a complex. Like, yeah. Why did they not name you with a tea? <laughs> That's it. That's it. Jordan Feliz, our guest. New album's called Say It. Comes out next week. Quick break. We'll get another song on from that album after our break here. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thank you for hanging out today. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 442 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thank you for listening in today. Jordan Feliz is our guest. New album is called Glorify, releases December 18th. We're chatting about that today, and we uh, played a song from it already called Glorify, which has several versions on it. There's another song on the album, Jordan, that has a couple of versions, uh, a little different than Glorify. It's called Wounded, and 
Uh, maybe you could just share a little bit about that. So Wounds is, is, is probably the most honest and vulnerable song that I've ever written in my life. And mainly just because one of the huge spots for me whenever I was dealing with a lot of the anxiety that we spoke about earlier was, was man, like, I had realized that I had tucked away a lot of hurt that I had kind of, whether it was something that I had done to myself or something that I felt like somebody had other, you know, somebody else had done to me. And I kind of started just through therapy and stuff, realizing that I had tucked away stuff and kind of just forgotten about these like traumatic things that I had dealt with, but it never actually dealt with, you know what I'm saying? Like I'd never actually like face them. You know what I mean? Sure. And I think we all carry like stuff that's heavy, whether it's, you know, stuff that's happened to us when we're younger or stuff that's happened to us, you know, that we just want to ignore. And I started kind of speaking out about it. And I realized that like almost all of my friends have had similar situations where like they've had this past trauma or they're going through something super traumatic, you know, and it's like they're just kind of convincing themselves that it's not real for some reason. It's like this thing in us that it's like, well, don't deal with it. You know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't give it power. Don't, you know, whatever. But it's like, by not giving it power, you are giving it power because you're not (laughs) being healed of it. You know, you're not actually asking Jesus to come into this. Hmm. That's Um, very wise. so, So for me, I started seeing this trend in my life of like, oh my gosh, like I've been doing this since I was a kid. You know, for me, I had, something like a trauma happened whenever I was a kid and I just had never dealt with it. You know, I just never had like talked about it. I'd never even like handled it, you know? And then all of a sudden I realized that whenever I was a teenager, I had like another thing that I had like kind of just tucked away that I had kind of like bestowed on myself, you know, that I had just like tucked away. That was a hurt, like this deep hurt that I'd never told anybody about. And all of a sudden, you know, it's like coming to the surface. And I was talking with two other dudes who both wrote this song with me and they both, man, it like literally similar, similar things, man. And I mean, dude, it it can stem from all different walks of life. You know, you've got people that are dealing with like really traumatic stuff, you know, like, like, you know, being molested or, you know, and then you've got other people that are dealing with things like, like a really severe porn addiction or somebody who's dealing with, you know, suicidal thoughts and they're not telling anybody. And there's, dude, the list just goes on and on. And for me, when we started talking about all this stuff, I was like, man, we have to remind people that they have to bring Jesus into this because when you don't, you're just adding, you're just giving that thing more and more power by ignoring it. You're not dealing with it. That's where this song kind of came from, man. It was it was just a reminder that it says in his word that he has written his name on every single heart and that he will heal the brokenhearted and that he will bind up our wounds. And every single person on the face of this planet, whether they like to admit it or not, has faced some kind of cut or scrape or bruise on their heart from people or from situations or relationships or whatever it is. And man, it's so it's it's so freeing to allow Jesus to come into these places and to heal them. And that's what this song is about, man. And it's something that I've personally been through. I've had some of my best friends in the entire world have been through the same things, you know, of yeah. just like tucking these things away and just ignoring them. 
And I just knew that it was something that I really wanted to say on this record and wanted to remind people of. Jordan Feliz is our guest. The album is called Say It. Comes out December 18th, end of next week. This is Wounds from that album. Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Yeah, his love feels wounds. AM 560 WFIL.com on the app. That's Wounds from Jason. I'm sorry, from Jordan Feliz. And, uh... Before that, we also, earlier in the hour, played a song called Glorify, Very Different, both from the album that's coming out next week called Say It. And, uh, you know, uh, Jordan, you've shared the stories behind those songs, and that's just a couple of them. You have an album full to share. You must be chomping at the bit, ready to, to uh, you know, get that album out. We're so fired up, man. I can't wait for people to hear this record, man. And, um, man, I'm just so excited for people to really just get to chew on it you know um and i know people don't really listen to records anymore they're like more listening to like songs yes but if you are listening to me and you're listening to this right now like i really challenge you to listen to this record and it's it, in its entirety it's how we wrote this thing to be you know we wrote this thing so that you could listen to it front to back not have to skip a song um, and how, really hear this thing out. You how know? about in, oh, I was just thinking about this, you know, some people, I know our CD play in our kitchen, we still have one of those and we can hit shuffle. Uh, but does yeah. that, I mean, not that people can't and you would be that strict about it, but is there something to listening to, hey, we, we chose to put these songs in the order in which they're presented? Yeah, I mean, yes and no. I mean, for me, each song is chosen to be on the record just so you can listen to each song. Okay. So, I mean, if you hit shuffle, that's not an issue with me. Um, now, for me, I love listening to it front to back because I think it does kind of tell a little bit of a story. Um, right. And I think it does kind of illuminate some things very timely, you know, before and after songs, whether, you know, however you're, you know, listening to it. But again, each song is catered to a specific tone. And I like to just think that, you know, Jesus has placed his hand on it whether you're listening to it backwards or, you know, um, however, I think there's just, I can't wait pe for people to hear it. I think each and every song just has a, a, a voice and a tone that, that'll point people to him. Man. Christmas time is coming up too. It's obviously something folks can pick up if they want to get it for themselves or for a friend or friends. Um, what do you do during Christmas yeah. time? You, you have your, your wife and two children for sure. What, what are your Christmas plans or do you have any traditions for yourself? Your family? Yeah, man. You know, we uh, we built a house like three years ago, um, and we just told ourselves after we built our house, it was like, we're going to stay here every year. <laughs> mm. And whether people want to come to us, we both, yeah, I think my wife and I, we both grew up walking downstairs and seeing our Christmas tree and seeing presents from Santa and, you know, having surprises from parents and, you know, dealing with all that. And, yeah. I think that's just something we really want to cultivate in our own family yeah. um, and just, you know, have our kids have, you know, a routine for Christmas. And so we do that every Christmas, man. We, we just hang Great. and we stay, we stay put. Usually I'm traveling all the time too. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's just such a nice season to just stop. And this season is even sweeter because I've been able to stop for so long that like, it, I actually feel like, I'm able to like shop for the kids and we're able to, you know, like <laughs> right. do, you know, like normal stuff. And so I'm really excited about this year. We are going to take a couple trips after. So that's kind of me and Jamie's present to each other. We actually went out. I told you earlier, we, I grew up skiing um, and actually like 
genuinely wanting to be a professional skier. Wow. <laughs> um, and so I haven't bought new gear in, in like since we lived in California. And so we got to go to Park City back in February, and I, I, I've been on like this like snow ski high ever since. Yep, yep, <laughs> so I sure. Me, I was like, I was like, listen, I'm gonna buy a whole new rig for both of us. I'm gonna buy a whole travel rig for us. We're gonna go and we're going skiing. Like I don't care where <laughs> we're just going. So we actually booked a couple spots. Um, so we're going to go up to Tahoe with one of my best friends uh, over New Year's and just get to go hang and ski for a week. And um, so that's our Christmas present to each other, basically, at this point. Um, that's fantastic. That's great. Yeah, am, so, I, am I missing something that in California you'd have interest in skiing? I, mean, I guess I view that as like water skiing, but not snow skiing. But Yeah, you know, so, I mean, man, in California, you can do everything. <laughs> that's the beauty about California, man. Like the buddy who I'm going up to go skiing with, he's actually a pro wakeboarder. So we grew up, I grew up in a little town called Clovis. It's in the central Valley of California. Okay. And we lived basically like an hour or two from everything. I was about 45 minutes from the Sierra Nevada mountains. So like 45 minutes away from a ski resort. Wow. But then I was 15 minutes away from a bunch of lakes. Um, and then we were about two hours from the beach. So, you could kind of go and do anything, you know. I like love I grew that. up kayaking on the ocean, but I also grew up skiing during the winter. Um, you know, like every weekend on the winter, and so it's kind of like it was a really cool place to grow up, man. Honestly, um, there are things I miss about it, and obviously things that I don't miss about it. But uh, sure. But yeah, man. I mean, being in Nashville, we, we are definitely very landlocked from the ocean, <laughs> yes. and we're also, you know, seven hours from the nearest ski resort, so we do have to fly a lot more but it's kind of fun you know it's kind of fun to get to like take trips you know and kind of get away and go see different states and different places and yeah. i'm excited for my kids to kind of grow up being able to do that that's great too to be able to you know not get so uh, consumed isn't the right word but doing the music could, and all the touring and all the places you go could make it hard to get those things in uh, i know um yeah. toby, toby mack we talked about earlier being on the new album and uh, I remember we did a concert with him. I don't know, our station like 15 years ago. And before the yeah. game, before the concert, like five, six hours before, he's out playing basketball with some of the kids who are going to attend the concert, like a pickup game, like just to get and, oh, fo yeah. and football. I don't know if you're a football fan, but David Akers of the Eagles, and he also played for the 49ers and the Lions. He was a, a longtime friend. We did a concert with him in New Jersey. And same thing, that afternoon there was a pickup football game that Toby was part of. <laughs> so it's like, let That's me get my so sports funny. in, you know, before the not lose sight of that and just do the one thing. So anyway. That's right. Jordan, thank you so much. God bless you. Keep up the great work, and we're looking forward to letting folks know about the new album. Dude, thank you so much. I really appreciate you more than you know, and I'm so grateful for your time. And uh, I hope you get to listen to the record. I hope you love it. And, uh, yeah, buddy, have an awesome rest of your day, okay? You too. God bless you. Take care, Jordan. Bye-bye. God bless you too, buddy. See you. All right. Jordan Feliz on the program. Vic, what would you think? Did you like them? I do. Yeah. I do. I think it's a really great album, especially, you know, it being 2020 and everything that's going on. I think people could really use, like, an uplifting, you know, yeah. inspirational message, which is what this album pretty much gives. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're hoping to get some copies to give away as well in the days to come. And 
Um, I learned something. I did. Did you know that California offered all those options? I'm just thinking beach. I'm not thinking snow and mountains and other things. I definitely know that Northern California is colder okay. than Southern. So there's definitely a climate difference. But no, that I didn't know that they had. You know, a place to see if you hang around long enough, you beach. can you learn stuff. Speaking of which, you were busy while we're uh, you know hanging with Jordan, uh, working on Trivia Thursday questions. Weren't you? Yeah. Well, you're not going to give one now, but you're you're prepping, right? Yes, I'm prepping right. for this week. Keep working. Keep working at that. That'll be this Thursday, guys against the gals. Victoria joining our team. We're glad to have her on board. Thank you for listening in. And uh, don't forget, we have that coffee contest going on our website and a bunch of other things, too. Check it out in the contest and surveys page. You can win 180 pounds worth of coffee. That's a lot of coffee. WFAL.com. Check that out there. In the meantime... We wrap things up and pass the baton over to Jim Maxim with Acts 413 Ministries. He leads in prayer next in WFIL. Have a wonderful evening. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.